0: Today is May 3rd. The Yankees are on an absolute heater. We're going to talk about why that is and who's been helping. Let's do it. Let's talk some Yanks.
1: Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. Boy Recaps go-
0: Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy and sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner, we have producer BBD. Stands for Bye Bye, Dupid. Jake, how you doing?
2: James, BBD. Everyone live in the chat, everyone I saw at the Met Gala last night. Heck of a night. Another good one for the books. Um, I'm doing well man How about our Yankees 10 in a row Times are good Thought we were getting ready for a big series Versus Toronto Only to find out There's a hockey game down the road So empty house Come on Blue Jays I thought we were doing something this year Instead you're gonna Hockey game me?
0: I'm generally well How are you? I'm doing well. I'm waiting for an energy drink to come. This is my midday lull area. We got pushed back, wrestled some tech on our not really tech misplacement of something, and then also wrestled Fangraphs being down, which we recorded the Talking Baseball episode that heavily relied yeah. on the website Fangraphs. So, uh, sorry for the delayed delayness. I think Jake and Joe's are going to run the pregame show right after we're done with this, so we'll avoid the lineup and all that we'll do our regularly scheduled midweek show no one in the audience is going to understand this nor do i want them to but sam said to me i need to tell you because it's funny sam said uh some given goes and i said i won't be going yeah so (laughs) 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 just neither to know that it's pretty funny okay you guys won't understand what that is and i apologize but i did want to tell jay because i thought it was funny goes yeah (laughs) <laughs> all right we have sharp stats talk about glaber a little bit hotwood award guess the lineup is probably gonna be out by then uh do you want to start with the sharp stats
2: yeah i think we should it's been working like i kind of same thing with us as yankee land like at this point don't mess with stuff
1: don't it's been working there you go hey guys queen of stats here and well yeah Things are really good in Yankee land right now, and I think one of the things that people have been noticing is just how different this offense feels and looks compared to last year. So I wanted to put that into context, put some numbers behind it for you, and it all started with a a tweet I sent out over the weekend about sack flies. That's right. The Yankees have nine sack flies this year, and through 22 games last year, they had exactly zero. They didn't get their ninth sack fly until their 59th game last year. And another one of those things last year that we just hated was all those uh, GDPs, grounded into double plays. Well, last year, the Yankees led the majors in ground grounded into double play rate at 13%. This year, they're at 9%, which is exactly below league average. So that's a huge improvement there with the double plays. Another thing that was frustrated us so much last year was all those solo homers. Well, this year, they've turned it around. 52% of their homers this year have come with men on base. That's one of the highest rates in the league. And then last year, they were at 39%, one of the lowest rates in the league. So another big difference there. And then just overall, the ground balls, uh, last year, They had the 12th highest ground ball rate in the majors this year. They're at 8th lowest. And those strikeouts, we know how much we hate those strikeouts. Well, last year we had the 6th highest strikeout rate. This year we're at 13th lowest. We're actually below league average again, below league average in strikeout rate. And, uh, this last one might be my favorite. It's the, it's the speed. It's the steals. So this is crazy. Last year through 20, Two games. Actually, I'll do 23 because as I'm taping this, tape, taping this judge just stole the Yankees' 12th stolen base of the year. So that's 12 stolen bases this year. Last year at this time, they had four stolen bases. <laughs> Check this out. This year, they actually have five players with multiple steals. So five players with multiple steals this year. Last year, we had four total stolen bases through the same number of games. All right, guys. Good talking to you,
0: and hopefully we'll have more good things to talk about next week. Holy smokes. That's a lot of fun, Jake Ronald. To wrap it up, the offense, ha- the offense has been a lot better this year than last year thus far, and we got a lot of reasons why. We can dive into these one at a time or kind of go on the whole, but what good info. A lot of the things we complained about last year are not happening. What stands out to you the most?
2: Interesting. I am trying to think where to start because there's, there's a couple different things going through our minds right now. I, th- I think where my mind jumped to is like, okay, which one of these do I think is going to regress? Which one of these do I think I believe in the most? Um, man, A, actually, let's reverse engineer this. The stolen bases, Jim, they were the part of the Yankee season last year that was the most fun. The base running Yanks. Uh, Tyler Wade, Velasquez, it it felt even like judgy. Like, it feels like they have a literal green light out right outside of the Yankees' dugout that they hit that and it's go time. That's what it was last year. And it feels like it's been on this year. And it's just a flat out important part of the game that the Yankees, the Yankees kind of ignored for a couple seasons. Like, there's no other way to look at it. And, uh, Timlo Castro, people know I love Tyler Wade. Timlo Castro has been an upgrade from Tyler. Um I mean he he is the ultimate stolen base weapon off the bench so they have that move and Rizzo, with the veteran presence and swiping bags where he can. Kiner Falefa always wants to do more. <laughs> uh it's it's kind of one of his best traits. Uh so yeah, I guess the stolen bases is the first thing that jumps out That makes this team feel so different and sustainable. Like those should continue to be there.
0: As long as Tilo's still getting run and they use him how they've been using him, I agree. Because he's got four. He leads the team. Now, last year at this time, they had what was the number? They had four. So last year at this time, they had four stolen bases. This year, they have five players with multiple steals. With, if you do quick math, means minimum 10 stolen bases. If you go look at the data, they have 14 stolen bases. Third in the AL. Rizzo has two. Kiner has two. Do you think that pains Kiner a little bit?
2: Um, I think the caught stealing pains him more than the number. Um... I think he might be feeling a little bit of the bottom of the lineup effect that, like, if DJ and Judgey are starting to come up, like, he kind of can't go. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that number will continue to go. But, yeah, I mean, you see it in his base running. You know, he slipped around second the other day because he thought he might have a shot at triple. Like, he wants to go, so good. And even, dude, it's the threat. How many times have we all heard David Cohn, our guy, on the broadcast say, when you're a pitcher and there's a speedy runner on base, the pitcher feels that. And that's one of the things in baseball that we still can't quantify that is very real on a baseball field that you can't measure anyway.
0: Well, I believe in the game, Toronto game one, low was on first base, I think it was all fastballs. And he still stole because they didn't want to throw the off-speed and give him the chance to put a ball in the dirt and he's automatically at second base. So it changes the at-bat having a threat to steal. changes the pitches that the batter's going to see. And go back a couple years in Yankee history. Remember when
2: our it was Dylan Batances and Chapman? Two guys that don't care about holding on runners because they're so gross at pitching. And we kind of saw that with Toronto when Yumi Garcia was pitching for them. He's a guy that he didn't have a move to first. So Tilo was leading off first base like, hey, (laughs) I'm good. I'm going to find – once I time it, I'm going to go and I'm going to steal that base. That's exactly what they did. They win the game on the Glaber single after that. So the stolen bases have been awesome. The other thing that Katie started with, I'll be honest, I'm still a little concerned about double plays. Like, do I I think those are going to come back at some point this season, and it's okay. Okay, maybe it's not okay. Um, The sacrifice flies. That's something that was so bizarre last year. I mean, runner on third, less than two outs. A fly ball scores a run. The Yankees, even last year, had a lot of guys that hit fly balls. That never made sense to me. Um, And I don't know if it's just energy, luck, or what er what it errs but the sack flies should also continue to be there
0: that didn't make sense to me last year where i consider this year to be normal because it kind of goes into their approach last year that they would hit sack flies and this year like right. it would be a little less so that i don't understand at all um but yeah they had nine they have nine sack flies this year and at this point last year they had zero going back to stolen bases a little bit I just told you the the people who have the stolen bases this year. Judge has two. Rizzo has two. Kiner has two. DJ has one. Trevino has one. And Locastro has four. Last year, the first month of the season, the Yankees had four stolen bases. Yes, three people had them.
2: I mean, Wade, Glaber, Gardy?
0: Glaber had one. Gio Urshela had one. And Mike Talkman had two. Better. 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 Like to sum up all of these stats. Not and I'm and I'm taking the sack fight out because I really don't even understand that one. Okay. But the grounded and double play, if we want to say, why is this better? Like if you want to like hunt for the change that allowed this to happen, which isn't always the case, but if you if you just kind of want to play the game, ground and double play, you could say, well, we're, we're faster. Gary, Geo, Voigt. We're not beating out a double play. They were making it easy on the defense to turn them. No rush at all. And now, Higgy Trevino, that's probably a wash there. Yeah. But Kiner, Donaldson beat an infield single twice. He's not, I don't think, much faster. but I think he just kind of has a little more of a momentum and a little more of a charge. I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I am a little worried the double play ball is going to come back at
2: some point because the formula always unfortunately made sense last year. The Yankees they hit the ball hard. Like, mm. you look at Josh Donaldson, Judgey, e. Stanton, like, if those guys, when they do hit a ball hard at an infielder with a runner on first, I, it's just uh, time plus mass equals speed. More signs coming later in the episode. Um, that That's going to lead to double plays at some point. So I I know we're saying that they're doing more on the bases and, like, Kiner-Falefa, I mean, uh, Glaber's been running hard down the line this year. Uh, when Hicksy's out there, like Gallo can't get down the line. I, I, I just don't know. I think, you know, those guys you mentioned, like Rizzo, the stolen bases are nice. Rizzo doesn't exactly fly down the line. Um, so, like, I, I do think those will come back a little bit. But if you're giving me everything else, I don't care. Like, it, the, the double play stuff, even last year, felt there's a luck factor to it.
0: Last year, didn't. It felt like, hey, you're, you're hitting the ball hard and you're slow, and they're shifting you perfectly. The big one is the solo home runs. 52% of the home runs at this time last year were hit without, or no, sorry, 52% of the home runs this year have been hit with a runner on base. That's, I don't know comparatively how the whole league reacts or works or that way, but that seems high to me. Seems awesome. Last year, 39% came with a runner on. It was a lot of solo home runs. And I, I mean, I feel it. When the when the other team hits a solo home run, when Cole gives up a solo shot, or Tanaka gave up a solo shot, it's like oh, solo shot never killed you. So it's that seems like a pretty important one. I'm trying to figure it out because Rizzo has nine homers. To at this point, Rizzo has nine homers. One, two, three, four, five, six have been with runners on. So who's getting on in front of Rizzo, DJ? And the is- judge is Rizzo's getting on in front of Judge.
2: Jim, I'll give you two guys that are hitting homers and two guys that are getting on before them. It's Kiner Falefa flipping the lineup over and getting back to the top. And it's the resurgence of D.J. LeMahieu. It's why we talked about how he is so important to this team. We had a <laughs> we had a mid-year episode last year where the three of us, we all said, if we could change one thing about the Yankees, it would be fixing D.J. LeMahieu. Yeah. And DJ LeMay, he was back at the top of the lineup before Anthony Rizzo, who had a better April than Judge, and Judge, who now, a couple days into May, is having one of the best seasons of any baseball player. So, yeah, I, I mean, for me, that recipe makes a ton of sense.
0: Judge, Judge only has three of his eight with runners, in, runners on as he hits one. One, DJ got on, and then another one was we were at the game and the Orioles had an error fest. Airfest. And let everybody on. And then the uh before that, Kiner had a single and Higgy had a walk before him. So but but Rizzo has a lot of his with runners on. Good for him. Striking out less. They were the sixth highest strikeout percentage last year. Now they're the thirteenth lowest. I'm interested to see where that lands. Um I mean well, if DJ's DJ again, right? if Glaber uh, reverts to kind of contact Glaber, and if Kiner, who leads a team in contact, there's a chance this doesn't balance out and this kind of stays. Maybe not as drastic, but... Yeah,
2: I just, I, at the end of the day, and you and I, we've had a lot of conversations about strikeouts lately, Um you know, putting the ball in play does matter, and it's allowed stuff to happen. You mentioned that Orioles error fest. Yeah. I mean, a couple of those were tough plays that the Orioles could not make, which allowed the Yankees to take advantage. Um, for me, it's just going to be pure feel. If it, if it comes to the midway point of the season and the Yankees are 21st in strikeouts, but I'm not sitting here feeling that, I I know that's a tough way to measure it, but, you know, I know Stanton's going to strike out sometimes. I know Judge is going to strike out sometimes. That's okay. Um, So it it just goes with the general team feel where at no point this year have I been looking up and down the lineup and been like, oh, like X, Y, Z starters going today. You know, the Yankees are going to have 10 strikeouts. Like the at-bats have felt good.
0: Can I give you some more numbers on this stuff? Love
2: more numbers.
0: So. Team advanced batting, strikeout percentage. Okay, so the league average strikeout percentage last year on the full year was 23%. Right now, it's 22.8%. Of qualified hitters, I can kind of turn that off if you want me to. It's kind of a little hard. I'm going to turn it back on. Of qualified hitters last year, okay, three guys were below... League average in strikeouts: DJ LeMahieu, Glaber Torres, and Brett Gardner. Gio Urshela, Aaron Judge, Stanton, Gary, and O'Dor were above. O'Dor. Um, let me see some guys that didn't really qualify for the Yankees there, but we can look at them. It is Luke Voigt. He was obviously above. Joey Gallo was above. Clint Frazier was above. Higgy was above. Wade was above league average. That's kind of everyone that had it at bats. This year, they have one, two, three, four, five below league average and five above league average out of qualified batters right now. Would you want to try and guess the below? It's more fun.
2: So the five hitters in the Yankees lineup that are below league average
0: and striking out? Yeah.
2: I'd say DJ.
0: Yes. Point me. Point you. 13% lowest on the team of all qualified hitters. I'd say Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. 15.6%. That's a good thing. Yep. League average is 22. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Yes. 15.3%. So that actually I would, I think is maybe. So it's a tangible change. That's a big one.
2: It's a tangible change. To have change. him for
0: the year over Voit, who was at 33%. Right. Um... Let's see. So I'm looking for two more
2: under. Like, does yep. Glaber qualify? Yeah. Glaber's
0: okay. 16%. He's under, and the other is Aaron Hicks. Okay. Uh, 20%. So just under. Higgy, Donaldson, Judge, Stanton, and Gallo are over right now. Okay. And I mean, Judge and Gallo will be there.
2: Um, probably Higgy, too.
0: Probably Higgy, too, and Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but Rizzo's a big one to add to the bottom. It's true,
2: uh, it's true. Rizzo and I mean, you know, Kiner Falefa. And, and you know, if if the comparison is him and Glaber last year, like, um, I think we're all interested to see where Glaber's numbers end up this season. And I think might be a perfect segue to start talking about him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kiner Kiner Falefa. There's one thing he does. He he puts the ball in play.
0: Um, so. One, one thing that hasn't happened is last year, Donaldson was below average. Right now, he's struggling a little bit. He's just starting to get walked more, but he was, he was below average slightly, 21%, average was 23. But if he can go back to that, yeah. then I think that can really maintain itself, that they will be top, top half of the league in strikeout percentage. In I the, guess in a good way.
2: My my hesitation isn't around the Yanks. That's where I went feel. It's just I know hitting was down kind of across baseball. Well, that's so what I did against if, the league. If the Yankees do start to slide a little bit more, because the league hasn't been hitting at all. Um, yeah, but I'm
0: comparing them to the league average here.
2: But that's what I'm saying. I think the league might change. And if the Yankees feel the same, but they start to slide, I don't care. That's where I'm going on feel.
0: I think they'll stay in that like, you know, 10 through 15 range, slide with the league. I believe it got better. I think they, they attacked that. Want to talk about Glaber? I think we should. I might bet make a bet on DraftKings tonight. Glaber, never been more confident. And he is a confident player. So I might take out my phone, open the app, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, and just put some money on Glaber getting a hit.
2: I'll go do that right now.
0: Like, just, I think like total bases over one, whatever it is. I mean, he's starting, right? He is. Okay. So I'm going to DraftKings. I'm going to place a little money on my dude Glaber, who's just full of confidence right now because he was the hero in game one versus Toronto, to get a hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and you can use promo code JOHNBOY, and you bet just $5, and you win $200 in free bets. If your team wins their game, use that $200 of free bets, and you make it, uh, you know, parcel it out you know, slowly and safely and uh, responsibly, and you have some fun when Glaber gets hot. Promo code John Boy at DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21-plus restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. All right, and we want to talk about Glaber a little bit.
2: I think we should, Jim. How
0: about him? He's clutch, and I think that is a fun conversation about Glaber Torres. That even when he has had down years, he still comes through. He's tied for fourth in walk-offs uh, since 2018. 2020 was an awful year, and he was great in the postseason. He comes through yesterday in a big moment. Uh, he's got a 988 OPS in the playoffs. He's got a 413 on base percentage in the playoffs, and we're talking about. 22-game sample, small, but, I mean, that is when you get measured. And um, that isn't – like, that's spread out decently. So, there's more numbers surrounding this. But I think it just kind of – we wanted to point out, like, why is why, – we have a kind of a, an opinion on why he's able to come through in those situations. Glaber Torres – and we're gonna see how much it
2: matters for the rest of this season. Like you know, let, let's be honest, we're we're not out of the woods yet, Yankee fans. Uh, in recent weeks, we've seen a couple results we like, a couple things we like from Glaber. He's got the walk off, the walk off hit. Uh, he had a big hit in Toronto, and yeah, like you're saying, Jim. I mean, the postseason numbers we we kind of we forget about those a little bit. Glaber has been good in the postseason, and. Jim, he put on a display earlier this week um, in Toronto when the Yankees won 3-2. He was responsible for all three of the runs. He had the opposite field homer, the inside-out home run. That swing from Glaber is so important to his success. Um, If he can find the porch, which if you can find right center in Toronto, you can find the Yankee Stadium porch. That leads to some extra base hits for him and... Jim, more importantly, later in the game where he had the game-winning hit, he does the same thing, and man, his bat, it's something you hear analysts say a lot, his bat stays through the zone for so long. Um, It's Glaber's best skill, we always laugh, the, the scouting report when Glaber was a prospect, was just that he's a really good baseball player. And we said, well, what does that mean? <laughs> does he have power? Uh, does he have really good contact? Does he have speed? And, I mean, as we've come to grow, grow and know Gleyber Torres, you kind of get it. Like, you, you see it. There's times he makes a play at second base, and you're like, oh, eh, pretty good. It's time you see him turn a double play, and you're like, his arm's pretty strong. There's times you see him hit a home run, and you're like, that's pretty good pop from a guy his size. But what makes Glaber Torres special is, man, keeping his bat head through the zone, adjusting to breaking balls when they happen, that's Glaber Torres' skill. And, man, if he has that, which we're going to find out, he went on a little hot streak uh, end of April, May. You know, he he had 10 games where he was hitting over 340 and the OPS was approaching one dot. We'll see. Yankee fans needed to see this. We needed to know that Glaber Torres can even have these stretches in him because, let's be honest, we, we watched some tough baseball. Even to start this season, it wasn't too clean from Glaber. But he is showing the signs, and more importantly, like Jim, if he had a two-homer game where he hit two 450-foot homers, I think you and I are more impressed by this game, where he had the one homer the opposite way, and then the game-winning hit. Well, they're
0: impactful. They, they mattered for the game. He's got the walk-off ready. Can't bet on him tonight? No. Sorry. Because they just know? They
2: didn't know if he was going to be in the lineup, so they probably was that.
0: But. No, I think they knew it was a lock, so they don't want yeah. us getting rich off it. Smart. I get it. Whatever. Uh, his chase contact is way up which is kind of what you're saying, not taking that A swing all the time and going with the pitch. It is the highest it's ever been in his career. It's almost 11% higher than um, his average or something like that. 66% chase contact. So when he's swinging at a pitch out of the zone, he's still fouling it off or putting it in play or something like that, not just missing, which his, his average of his career is 58 um, but the league average is 54. He's at 66. So that helps him out a whole bunch. His zone contact remains the same, 79%. That's right in league average. So I, I if you're swinging a bad pitch, it helps if you spoil it or you stay alive and you don't miss. So that's that being up is good, and that being way above league average is good. I think that just tells you that he's not using that I'm going to take my A swing and swing for a home run every time. And he's doing exactly what you said. The numbers kind of support that he's just trying to get bat to ball.
2: And I, maybe this is silly. Maybe people laugh at this. Maybe they won't. I'm always making jokes. Glaber yes. Torres, we forget who's on the actual Yankees roster sometimes. Aaron Judge is a monster of a human. He's 6'7", 280. He'd be one of the, like the bigger tight end he'd be the biggest tight end taken in the NFL draft this year. Giancarlo Stanton quite literally hits the ball harder than any person to ever play the sport. Gleyber Torres, he listed 6 foot 200. When you're trying to hit home runs with those guys. <laughs> I mean it, it's trying to go out the bar and and keep up drinking with your with your, you know, Andre the Giant or something like that. Like They're on a different level. Glaber Torres, if he does his job and what he's good at, he's a really talented ball player, and he should not try to be those guys. Try to be Glaber Torres, man. Try to be DJ.
0: (laughs) Try to be DJ. (laughs) Try to be DJ. Meh.
2: Don't try to be DJ. Try to be Glaber Torres. I don't think he'd enjoy DJs. No, he likes to. Glaber smiled. I love that. Like, have some fun. It is good. Have some fun, dude. You're 25. You're on the Yankees.
0: Can I say something else about Glaber that has nothing to do with his clutch hitting? Mm -hmm. He's turned some nice double plays up the middle. Like, going to his right, grabbing it, flipping it to Kiner. Jim, he also, and confidence is a
2: very real thing in sports. He turned a double play, and it was a big one for the Yanks. It was during the Glaber game. Mm Mm-hmm. And he kind of pimped the turn a little bit. Oh, you think so? He loaded up the cannon. It wasn't a. It wasn't a speed turn. It was a caught it. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find this. Bring it up. Maybe we'll put it in here. Um. Cause yeah, and that's uh. Now, if that had backfired, I would be freaking out and sending out.
0: Oh, I hate my mom. Bogus tweets. tweets.
2: Yeah. But the fact he did it means Glaber's feeling good. He's feeling confident. Because how many times did we see that throw last year where Glaber didn't feel as confident? And you could just tell by the look and the release. Um,
0: Yankees turned three double plays in game one versus Toronto, and the Blue Jays turned zero against the Yankees. Whoops. Wow.
2: Six outs to none, kind of. Not exactly how it works, but.
0: I have the footage. We're going to watch it.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think it's this one.
0: This is the only one. It was the one later in the game. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, let's watch this one.
2: Okay. This will be our
0: practice one, two. I think this is the one I was up talking about. the middle, about. backhanded by Torres, flip it to Kiner. It's kind of simple, one, but Glaber one, couldn't two. make a lot of simple plays. It's a nice flip. Up Look at his little middle, jump.
2: Balefa's throws Torres, a little weird to Kiner, me. Well, he, It's yeah. just a high release.
0: Yeah, all right. So which one are you talking about? I think. So
2: at the eighth inning, I think. Yeah, goes yeah, in a jam. Yes, yeah, it's going to hit go. to IKF. I don't know if that changed the terms. And yeah, watch this. I mean, Glaber really plants it, loads up the arm, and lets it rip.
0: I'm going to pause it and let it buffer. We're going to
2: let it buffer. You want me to broadcast it? guy. here's the pitch. Uriel to short. Grounded to Flip. short.
0: Oh, wow. oh, right at the
2: load. Here's the flip. Uh, maybe it wasn't that double play. Was that? No, that's the sixth inning. This is in the eight.
0: You said Lewisaga. I did say Lewisaga.
2: Okay. But I don't think it was. We've
0: watched all three now. Now
2: we've watched all three. This is the one. Yeah, this is like the big moment of the game.
0: This is the big moment of the game brought to you by Jake.
2: Big moment of the game. Clay Holmes rocks and fires to
0: Chapman.
1: Grounded to short to second. Oh. One back Am
0: I right? Is
2: that not pimping a double play? Let's a little
0: watch bit? it on the Yes feed too. Yeah, he kind of pauses. Yeah, like and hey, charged it up. You know I he don't did? hate it. You know what he did? You know what he said in his head there? What's that? And now you're out.
2: Kinda, yeah,
0: yeah. No, he went the bad guy in the movie yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, let him know. Like, yeah. now... This sh- hey, loading bar. Load better. Here we go. I'm going to let it load. Fully load. Fully loaded. There it is. Charlie Angels. This should be two.
1: There's one.
2: Yeah. And there's two. He got just what he needed.
0: That's, uh... Unfortunately, this should be two. and
2: one. And there's two. He got just what he needed. Okay. We like it. I mean... And I know, luckily, we watched all three double plays. That second one, that's how you turn a double play. Yeah. Yeah. Pop it over. Glaber caught that one. And I think he said something
0: like, you're out. Now, you're out. Good Job, Glaber. Good job to the Glaster. Okay, we have a very, very special award that Whoa. we're giving out now on the midweek episodes. Hot we already gave out the award for March, right? Yeah, Higgy. Higgy, he commented on Instagram, he said, awesome, thanks guys. He won the Hot Wood Award. It was, you know, a March award. This is an in-season Hot Wood Award, which is brought to you by Roman, because when the moment for intimacy arrives, you're going to want your wood to be a little hot. Whether you're in a relationship for years or just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment and fully utilize your hot wood ed is more common than most people think in fact 52 percent of the men between the ages of 40 and 70 will experience some form of ed the benefits of treatment can help you reconnect with your partner or slash end rediscover the joy of sex so get your wood hot make sure it stays hot take care of yourself talk to someone Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today, and if you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall and be Roman ready. So this is just the month of April. That's very important. Which is very important. It comes down to a two-man race, Jake, who had the hottest wood in the month of April for the Yankees because... And now if we were to include April and May 1st and May 2nd,
2: it could be a different. It could
0: be a different winter. I think it is a different winter if we do that, but we're not doing that. James. Just the month of April. And you know me. um, Always joking? A little bit. This was about to be a little bit of a joke. You're always joking.
2: Because I want to talk about some other guys' hot wood. Um, Because like, you know, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. You know he slapped it around pretty well. He had that slow start. His wood got pretty hot. A lot of contact from him.
0: I mean, that's what I just said. He he has the the highest contact percentage. Or I said about uh, Glaber. Sorry, but Kiner Fluff has got ninety two point four percent contact, um. In the zone, eighty five percent contact. Anywhere, and that no one else is kind of close to him. That's DJ. So he's got some hot wood. In a way, that
2: wood was hot. You just mentioned DJ. His wood has been pretty warm. Aaron Hicks got off to a nice little start this season. But James, the hot wood came down to two people. The lefty and the righty. Rizzo and Judge. I mean, Rizzo got off to a start that was kind of unreal. Capped off by that three homer night. We'll have that forever. Aaron Judge called it pulled just a classic Aaron Judge on us. Like, um it's an okay start to the season. And then he started going nuts. And he's having one of the best starts in the league. Um Anthony Rizzo finishes with twenty one games, two seventy three, three ninety one, a 1.067 dot, oh six seven OPS, nine homers, twenty one RBI, two stolen bases like we talked about.
0: Doesn't uh, doesn't factor in To the hotness of
2: the bat. Um, I don't know. I think that gives you a little bit of confidence.
0: No, no. I'm strictly talking about hot wood. If
2: Rizzo wasn't confident in his wood, I don't know if he would have been so aggressive on the bases. But you know that next time you
0: come up. I actually think he does, and I think he fully compartmentalizes both. Like, he doesn't let his hitting effect is running, nor his running effect is hitting.
2: Now Aaron Judge... He's pretty cool like that. 20 games,
0: 293,
2: a little better than Riz. 361, a little less, a 961 OPS, six homers. Jim. Now, can I can I make an argument? I would for love Judge? for you to make an argument for make an Judge. argument for Judge. The losing argument.
0: Because we we agree it comes down to Judge and Rizzo, right? So you want Hotwood. Yeah. Judge has a better line drive percentage. <laughs> wow. That's hitting it hard, right? He's got a better barrel percentage, 27.8% of the time judge barreling it up. Rizzo only 15. Judge 15 barrels, 10 barrels for Rizzo. So, the ball's coming off judge's bat a little harder, so you want to give it to judge. No, I'm just judge, making an argument. Think judge I'm making an argument, right? I'm making an argument for judge. Okay. My vote's going to Rizzo. Oh, okay. Yes. And it he is had, Rizzo. Okay, and, yes,
2: yes, okay. Congrats a, to Rizzo. Congrats to Rizzo. Again, I need to tell the people, if you're listening to this right now, uh, Rizzo or Judgy with two homers in May, I'm sorry. That doesn't help your hot wood in April. Um, Anthony Rizzo, and good for him, man. What a month. Yes. For a guy that we came into this season and we are like, you know, Rizzo's going to Rizzo. He had one of the best months of any baseball player. Congrats, Anthony Rizzo, the Roman hot wood winner. Can't wait to tell him. He's going to be so happy. He's going to be stoked. We should get a trophy or something, no?
0: It's like a burning piece of wood. Something like that. It's like the bottom of a fire pit <laughs> in like a
2: dustpan. Ent- eternal
0: flame. A sternum. It's brandom. Hand him a flaming torch. Kind of funny. <laughs> Congrats. You've won this. Here you go. We should tell Higgy that he has to actually pass it on to Rizzo for us. Yes. Hey, if you can let him know. <laughs> You're li-
2: he can do the branding if he wants.
0: Man. First,
2: first time I've looked at Rizzo's, like,
0: savant page, mm. like, this season. It's good. The hitting numbers support what we've seen. Damn. What are you That's thinking good. of over there? Uh, we were going to do guess the lineup, but the lineup's already out. And then, Would I you don't know. have guessed
2: this? Would not have guessed this.
0: Oh, I didn't look at it. What is it? Do you want to d- guess it? Sure. No, I guess I'm not. I didn't want to sneak pregame show brain into this episode. Um, you want me to guess it? I haven't seen it. You can guess it quick, and then we'll probably
2: close this and log on for pregame show in a couple minutes to actually talk
0: about it. So I'll let you guess it. DJ leading off? Wrong. Hicks leading off. Right. Who are they facing? Manoa. Manoa. So they're going to fucking steamroll some lefties in there cuz they're scared of them. Is that what's happening? So is it is it DJ? Is it Hicks leading off? Judge 2? Mhm. Rizzo 3? Mhm. Stanton 4? Mhm. Gallo 5? Mhm. DJ 5? Mhm. Tilo 5. Mm-mm. Marwin 5. Glaber 5.
2: You're just forgetting a person.
0: Donaldson five. Yes. Yes. Just forgot about Donaldson. It's okay. So that's two righties then, right? So then Gallo six? No Gallo. No Gallo? No Gallo. Did we say DJ already? I don't know. I'm fucking lost already. No DJ, no Gallo. Hicks, Judge,
2: Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Glaber, Marwin, Kiner, Falefa, Trevino. Where's Marwin playing? Left field.
0: They like Tilo off the bench too much to start him, and I kind of whatever. Marwin hasn't played in Marwin hasn't played he's in a, a while. Fake part of this team and Hicks is who's DHing. Stanton, Hicks in center, judging right, Marwin and left. Ooh, Marwin's
2: three for five off Manoa, so that's a little of that decision.
0: Didn't he happened. play against him last time they faced Manoa? And I said maybe he. He's our Manoa killer. That's what I said, but it didn't come. I was kind of a joke. It didn't become true. Didn't he play against him last time we faced Manoa?
2: Let's see. Uh, Manoa, six shutty. uh, Yeah, he started at shortstop. He had a walk in and out. That was a long time ago. That was coming off the Red Sox series. Second series of the year. Kiner's first rest day. Oh. No DJs, tough. But. All right, everybody. Did you laugh?
0: Yeah, someone tweeted, uh, How does this guy have so many followers? He's awful. To the video I posted last night. True. The awful video. It's cracking me up. Uh, how and That video is awful, man. Tough video. But some people were so mad. Yeah, it's awful. You watched it, right? I'm assuming I'm thinking of the right video. That's.
2: You might not be
0: the awful one. I'm thinking you the gotta, one that I think really you got to stop like.
2: phrasing it that way. Not Joe's.
0: Ah, because I liked that video. No, that's a great video. Yeah.
2: I didn't know the awful
0: video for a while. I, I tweeted it last night. I just said, "This is awful. Hmm. It like it's panic inducing. Gives you anxiety. You can feel your heart dropping as you watch it. It's a bunch
2: of pitches without the result. Yeah, just throwing into
0: the void." I'm watching it again now. My, I can feel my chest getting I didn't hate tight. it as
2: much because at first I thought the video was about, like, his form or something. So I was just like, Oh, okay. Let's see the arm angles. No. But yeah. Not knowing the result of a pitch is no fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think every – a couple months I'm going to, like, tweet out just really – and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet it and I'm going to say, don't watch don't this. Don't watch this. Just, like, a guy swings, but you never get to see where the ball goes. Or, like, the shortstop feels it, throws it the first, but it cuts right before mm. – you know, just just unsatisfied. Oh, you should do
2: bang-bang plays at first.
0: Yes, but you don't get to see. No. I think, like, it's yeah. funny that cause I showed my sister who's not a baseball fan. It didn't affect her at all. She's right. like Anyone that's a baseball fan, like, that needs to know this, the satisfaction. Again, I,
2: I'm so far in the game. I was looking at the guy's release point. I was like, oh, is he tipping?
0: Yeah, that's what some people were thinking. That's what I thought it was, yeah. um, But some people were so mad about it. It was cracking me up. I was... Pest, I was laughing. You are past. I was laughing. Just sending screenshots.
2: Thanks, everybody.
0: See you guys. Free
2: game show coming up soon.
0: Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams.
2: Go Yankees.